Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 128 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts, Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. We are available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. As always, if you need some fantastic fabric, slide into our messages and let us know. We got hoodies, tanks, t-shirts, and long sleeves. Nick gives the long. <laughs> you know. And you know how it rocks. Theories. Yo, talk to me, man. Talk, talk to, to me, me, brother. Who are you watching tonight? Oh, I might, I might be going with a throwback, man. Nicole Addison. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going more exotic. I'm going to go Armani Black. <laughs> <laughs> Armani Black is crazy, man. <laughs> oh, I, I know you want a different type of time today. I like of course, that. Absolutely, Good absolutely. Shit. Good shit. All right, let's go right into it because we got a fun oh. and exciting show for tonight, as always. Yes, we do. We will start off uh, 49ers minus three versus the Seahawks. Thursday night football. I really like Seattle today. So do I. I'm surprised you I, said that. Bro. Uh, I like the spot for them um, coming off a brutal loss last week. And the Niners coming off a big, big win. The Seattle Seahawks are home. I, I like steered your you spot. the right way. What? You're learning. Well, I mean, you just got to read between the lines, dude. Like a, any team that comes off a blowout, I'm really skeptic of now. Moving forward, forever. You notice. Well, yeah, it, 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 it's it's starting to become a trend. You know, that team is riding the high. Then they got to go on the road, short week uh, against a divisional opponent. Uh, Seattle's no slouch. They've been, they lost the last couple of games and they need to get back in the race. Seattle, to me, needs this more. Yep. They're, they're the more desperate team. Yeah. Um, so I like Seattle tonight at the uh, the three mark. I know, I think the line went up to three and a half if, uh, earlier, but mm -hmm. I love Seattle. I'm hammering Seattle plus three and a half and I'm sprinkling the money line as well. Yeah, I like Seattle, too, uh, all the way. I think the game's too important. And if 49ers win, they all but lock up the division. Yeah. Wait, they actually win the division if they win the night, I believe. Uh, I believe the 49ers, the Chiefs, and one other team. And the two, Vikings. They're up two games on the Seahawks, right? Seahawks yeah. are seven and six. And they would be up three if they won tonight. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. So, I mean, I believe that. Um, I def I love the Seahawks tonight. Uh, they will keep it close. I think they're going to win, to be honest. But uh, if they do lose, I still think it would be close. Uh, do you think Brock Purdy still continues his strong play, or do you, how do you see that playing out? Because I think a part of me is like he's a flash in the pan, bro. Pete Carroll's a defensive but, guy to me, and I feel like he should be able to go against a rookie. Well, I mean, look, Todd Bowles couldn't do it, but I don't flash know in the pan, about. bro. I, I like you're telling me you could plug any quarterback into Kyle Sh uh, Shanahan's. Um, system and they're going to automatically be okay. Like this kid's the last pick of the draft. I think the Niners nation needs to tamper expectations a little bit with this quarterback. Um, I know there's a lot of smoke with the, the you know, the Niners giving the Eagles the best run for the NFC. Um, they, you know, they can also represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of talk there. And I, I see why, because the Niners arguably had the best defense in football. They still have playmakers on that on that uh, on that offense. Debo's out for three weeks, which hurts them. However, if they win tonight, they lock the division up and they can get healthy. So um, I I just think that Seattle's is a perfect spot for them. I think they're going to win tonight, and um, I just I'm not a big believer in the Purdy in the Purdy madness, man. I'm just I'm just not, man. I can't get there. So 
I'm I'm with you. Now he did look all right, but look, look it's only been a game and a half. So I do think, like you said, they need to tamper the expectations a little bit. Um, but that's just kind of how it goes. If a guy comes out and falls flat on his face, like Nathan Peterman, I mean, I think he threw his first three passes in the NFL were all uh interceptions when he played for mm-hmm. Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take care of it, like I told you earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um you know my password. So that's that. Um my other question is to flip to the other side is, do you think Geno Smith right now with the brutal loss last week, you know, they've had a few more losses. I think they were five and one or five and two, and now they're seven and six. Um, do you think Geno's playing his way out of a contract? I hope not, man. It would be, it's a great story. It's like, it's a story where the younger kids can appreciate a little bit more. Cause like any underdog. Yeah. He's such an underdog, right? Nobody thought of Geno Smith this year. Nobody. Seattle was supposed to be like the number one pick in the draft or come close to it. They were supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> and the fact that they're in this conversation to, to be a playoff team is miraculous to me. So I, I'm rooting for them. Um, just, to, just for the storyline. I, I, I appreciate an underdog. So, um, yeah, I, I, I hope he's not, but is he, uh, the last couple of weeks? Yes, but it's hard to find quarterbacks when he's playing that well for a long stretch of, of, of the season. It's hard for me to just say, okay, a couple of bad games is not going to like pull a contract off the shelf. If they fuck around and miss the playoffs and they lose the last three out of the four games after losing, you know, two in a row, then you can, you you know, I, yeah. I, I'm I'm pulling that contract off because I don't know if you're it. Yeah. However, he it could it could also be a product of Seattle's team in general. Yeah. Uh, for me, like it hurts with Kenneth Walker being out. Does he come back tonight? He's back tonight. Okay. Um, because he's an awesome running back. Yeah. Um, I just feel like with Geno, he already has doubters even when he was playing well, and you know that he's been a career backup. So like I get that. It was just he started off so strong that everybody was blown away because like what's going on here. So at 30, 32 years old, what, what what type of contract what, should a team give him? I would give him no more than two, maybe three years. I would give him two years and around maybe 20, 20 million. See, I I, I think the, the price tag is going to go a little higher than that. Apparently, there's a lot of rumblings about 30 million a year. That's um, fucking suicide. It, it is, but you got to understand, like, that's just the market value, right? Like, for quarterbacks, it is just the market value. I mean, Jared Goff is, I think he has a cap hit of 26 million. Yeah, which is low years. right now. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, the thing is, is well, it's going to depend on this too. Do you do you view Geno Smith as a bridge or a franchise? Because those are two big questions. I mean, I, I would probably say a bridge at this point in his career. Yeah. Um, I think the franchise quarterback talk ended years ago. Um, probably with the Jets. I, I would probably say maybe like five years ago it probably ended. You know, when you're in your 20s, you're kind of like you're not you're, you're mid to late 20s, not reaching 30 yet. Um, I feel like you can get a, a nice size contract because you have like now you you know look around the league. Aaron Rodgers is playing until 38. Brady's 45. Like you're starting to see the quarterbacks, you know, play longer. Um, yeah. And it's possibly due to, you know, due to the NFL rules today. Well, it de- 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 that definitely uh, that definitely attributes to it because sure. they, they can't get tackled. I mean, like we talked about it on Tuesday, the hit with uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah. Like if you fall on top of a guy with your body weight, it's roughing the passer. So it's basically they just want you to run into them and push them to the ground. I think the the contract, I mean, it, it's going to be tricky for Geno Smith, but I think the contract would be, it would be a frontly loaded deal. Whereas you would get more guaranteed money in the first year than you would in the second year. That's way, like, if, you, if you're if you a bust in the first year, the, the, you know, the team can get an out in the second year. That's probably the contract they're going to they're gonna structure yeah. based on, you know, the, the scenario with Geno Smith. It's a really <laughs> unique scenario. Yeah, you get rid of Russell Wilson, all those draft picks, and yeah. the backup comes in, and the backup looks better. Because now, what like what do you do with those draft picks? Do you draft a quarterback? <clears throat> that's my point what exactly. Because that's why I said, do you view Geno as a bridge, or do you view him as a franchise? And that's what the Seahawks are going to have to ask themselves. And I think through the first like seven games, they were like, okay, we might have something. Now they're watching it closely, obviously. But then afterwards, he started to slip off, and he's looking more like Geno Smith. Uh, I. <laughs> It's, that's hard to say. I mean, his numbers don't look like that, though. Correct, because he's still in the top 10. Yeah, well, I mean, even in the last couple of games. So if you look at the last couple of games, Geno Smith is doing pretty, pretty, pretty decent. Um, you know, the last three games, I'll rattle it off. Against the Raiders, 73% uh, completion, 
percentage, uh, 328 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, 106.6 rating against the Rams, 71.8 completion percentage, 367 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, 116.1 quarterback rating, and last week against the Panthers, which was a stinker, but he still put up pretty decent numbers. I mean, the, the completion percentage for me was a drop-off, 58.3. His yards were 264, and his touchdowns were three and two interceptions. You know what the problem is, though? So, but but the the Panthers they do have a pretty decent defense. Yes, but you know my my here's my issue with Gino though. He's going to be overanalyzed no matter what because of his reputation. So my thing is is even though he's throwing for those gaudy numbers, he for his reputation he needs to win. Those numbers won't hold as much weight as they may on a different quarterback. Is that because you you can look at a guy like Andy Dalton? He could throw for 300 yards and then Andy he Dalton do the same shit. Andy Dalton's a perfect comparison because Andy Dalton this year looks a lot better than G looks a lot better than Jameis Winston. He stole his job and he's put up some numbers Monday night football. I think he threw for like 400 yards and three touchdowns. Andy Dalton. Yeah. Andy against their Cardinals. And he played really well against the Bucs. They should have won that game. That's too. what I'm saying. So when you see that it's hard, but nobody's giving Andy Dalton a deal. No, no. I mean, no, they're not going to, but I think Geno Smith and Andy Dalton are the same tier. It's just that Geno Smith this year did take a step at what, from what we expected well, and because the, expect, the expectations too were so low yeah because they are winning and that's that's that was that's really the difference between a geno smith and the Andy dalton is that geno smith is actually in the wild card you know contention and the division possibly division if they yeah. win the night they're only down a game which could be really interesting because if the, the niners don't have a quarterback and they're not so sure on brock party well then where do you go ben roethlisberger I, like, like seriously, where do you go? Then, the, you know, the, no, the last three games, you only have a game lead on gets the Seahawks. They're breathing down your neck. You start to begin, you start to feel the pressure. You know what I mean? So yeah. like that really can, you know, tonight's game is really, really monumental. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great game, but I really like Seattle again. And uh, I, I just think that this race is going to be a lot closer. I like, I, I, I like the way Geno's is, is playing now, Me too. Um, regardless of the last game. I know it was a stinker against the Panthers, but I do like the way he's playing. I think he could play. All right. I'm rooting for him as well. All right, guys, we're moving on. Next up, we have the Eagles minus nine versus the Bears. Psychotic and iconic. Do the Eagles continue their dominance? I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, anybody who doesn't think the Eagles are continuing dominance, you're just a hater. Like, the Bears aren't that good. Uh, I know Justin Fields is coming back. He's He was sick, right? Or he had an injury. I gives us a more, that gives us a better chance. Yeah. Yeah, well, with with Fields in there, yeah. Well, the only problem that he presents is is his uh, yeah. his running ability. Well, He's, here's the thing: we have a way, way, way better coaching staff. Than correct. So I'm not worried what about. Else we got better at everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> Quarterback, wide receiver. I mean, running back. Literally every position. Yeah. There's so no it's chance. a it's a total mismatch. I got the Eagles covering the spread two minus nine. I, I think it's that. the same. I think it's the same issue as last week. They can't score, and I believe Jalen Hurts has enough humility to not look forward to the Cowboys. I believe he's mature enough. I believe he does focus one game at a time. Um, they showed that clip of AJ Brown, Kez Watkins, uh, messing around on the sideline laughing, and Jalen Hurts was just sit, sitting there focused on the field. And I love that for them. And I just, I, the Eagles, they're, they're going to demolish them. And then we're going to get ready for next Saturday night. Speaking of that. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of rumblings with um, uh, Michael Parsons comments on Jalen hurts. Yeah. Saying that it was just the Eagles team. It's a system. It's everything behind them. And see, it helps them out, which, which in totality, he's not wrong, but you can't deny the fact that the man's balling. Like you just can't deny. I, that. Here's the thing. When you say something like that, it just, to me, it drives me nuts because when they say like, oh, it's just a team. Well, yeah, you need good team. You need a good team around you. Sure. Like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is playing great. Patrick Mahomes has a good team around him. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like he's playing with bums. Right. That's number one. And number two, if you, so you're going to make it me, seem like that. Though. Who's the Eagles backup? I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Minshew. Excuse me. If they put in Gardner Minshew, you think they look the same? Uh, so speaking of that, before the show, I was actually on Twitter and I saw Chris Sims, you know, talking about Jalen Hurts, MVP frontrunner. And he was saying the Eagles have the best O-line in football, second best wide receiver duo, a great tight end. There's just no way he's more valuable than Mahomes, Allen, or Burrow. No way. If Minshew was in, the Eagles are still damn good. I'm sorry. Yeah, Chris Sims. That's it, what he said. Chris Sims, I want to know who his dealer is because, because he shot for that. I, he's 100% shot because the Bills have a great defense. They have Stefan Diggs and good wide receivers. They have good playmakers. Like, 
we need to stop this narrative and not for nothing but we could we could sit here and we could be be really serious for a minute and you were laughing when we were talking about this before josh allen hasn't played a good offensive game in, in six or seven weeks I mean, he threw for 147 yards last week. If that was Jalen Hurts, that would be the number one talked about thing on sports media. Well, would be that Jalen Hurts only threw for 147 yards in a win. He was well, Josh Allen since week six. I I was watching a show. I think uh, what's his name? Uh, Get Nick Wright, right? Yeah, he's the man, bro. He's yeah, the best Nick Wright. Nick Wright pointed out that Josh Allen since week six has been the 28th best quarterback in the league. He's not a Pro Bowl, which though. has been poor. So, like, if if Josh Allen makes a Pro Bowl. It's it's the the Pro Bowls don't even matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't even play the game because anymore. like he he's not playing at a Pro Bowl level this year. It's reputation. It's just the bottom line. It is reputation. It's a fans. It's a fans game. You know what I mean? But they don't even play the Pro Bowl anymore. No, it's done now. So I mean, it, it was unwatchable. Last it's year. like an all star nod, and it's cool. But yeah. I think now it's a skills competition or something. Yeah. But um, not to get off topic. But yeah, I think it's ridiculous. I think that Jalen Hurts gets a lot of uh, bullshit flack. Who are the other quarterbacks you mentioned? Mahomes, Mahomes, and Burrow. Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Because, I mean, not for nothing, but Burrow's been dealing with injuries all year, and Burrow heated up when Mixon was out, when Jamar Chase was out. Now Tyler Boyd's out. Higgins might be out. And Joe Burrow caught fire when his guys went out. So Joe Burrow, I believe you could make an argument. Well, here's here's my thing. This is And this is the logic that I think of. He's talking about if you put Gardner Minshew in for Jalen Hurts, the Eagles are still damn good. Well, what if you put Gardner Minshew in the other teams that you mentioned of their quarterbacks? You're talking about the Chiefs. You're talking about the Bills. And you're talking about the Bengals. They have pretty good teams. Uh, I bet you Gardner Minshew would be just fine under Andy Reid. So what I'm saying, well, well, that's what I'm getting to. So what I'm saying is, why is it okay for somebody to say the back of the Eagles would do well, but the back of the Eagles wouldn't do well with the other teams that he mentioned? Did anybody else ever, ever ever catch that one? Yeah. Like if you're telling me if Minshew wasn't on the Bills, they wouldn't be a, you know a good team. Yeah. They'd be all right. Yeah. They'd be fine. They would make the playoffs, possibly. I mean, their division's a little, a little, a little hard, but I feel like they have the talent around them. They got Stephon. Well, I mean, Diggs, Josh Allen hasn't particularly been played well. Exactly. So and, that's, and that's my point. And that's the narrative that I fucking hate yeah. is that these other quarterbacks just get a pass. Mahomes just threw three interceptions, and yet he's in the he's the, he's the MVP. Why? Yeah. Hertz has literally eight less interceptions on the year. His passing yards are aren't near. He's twenty two and three, right? Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes threw as many interceptions against the Denver Broncos that Jalen Hurts has in 13 games. And you're telling me that Patrick Mahomes deserves the award more than Jalen Hurts. The point of the MVP is you critique everything. Right. And Jalen Hurts had one slip up against the, the commanders. Right. And then they came back. He led a game winning drive against the Colts. Okay. Check. They're blowing. They blew out the Titans. The Titans are a good team. They blew out the Giants. They blew out the Vikings. The Vikings are 10 and three. They smacked the Cowboys. Oh, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush, nothing. We demolished their defense. That had nothing to do with Cooper Rush. Right. I, I agree. We beat up their defense when during those four games, you couldn't even score on them. I, I agree. So I don't, again, I don't understand that. It just doesn't, at that point, you're nitpicking at ways to find, to just, to, to talk shit. It's just to justify that Mahomes should be the MVP. You're trying to find little ways to put them in the conversation. Yep. I mean, I'm not saying Mahomes is not in the conversation. I have Mahomes ranked at number two for the MVP. And that's a fair assessment. Uh, I think I would say I would say Mahomes is two and then sure. Burrow is three. Uh, yeah, I think Burrow got in that conversation, but I don't think he I, I think Jalen Hurts is going to win this award and it shouldn't be close. I just think the disrespect is just it's getting out of hand for me. He'll put another stamp on it this week, because if I was if I was on Chris Sims podcast, I fucking body his ass. I'm dead ass. So I would body him. He's trash. He, he's trash. He, he like he, he's not looking at it, you know, at from all angles. He keeps saying about the team. OK, well. When Mahomes won the MVP, did he not have a good fucking team around them? So you had Tyree Kill. And that's what I'm saying. Travis Kelsey. Uh, and then uh, what's his face at running back? CEH is mid. But regardless, you had Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey and the best head coach in the game. Right. So what yeah, is that? Yeah, it Because I got news for you. If Patrick Mahomes started his career off in Chicago, he wouldn't be the same Patrick Mahomes. That I heard. With Matt I heard, Nagy. I heard that too. That was a, that, that actually came from somebody I heard before. This week, actually. yeah, it came from me. Well, I heard I heard it somewhere else. Too. Who said that? Because it's true. I don't know. I, I forget what it was, but I think I saw it on a, on a TV show, and they were talking about that. Probably so, Cowherd. Oh, you know what it was? It was when Andy Reid was talking. Uh, is when Andy Reid found out that Mahomes knew about the you know the interview. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. that That's day. when I I heard rumblings about that. So okay, I don't know. I found it interesting, but yeah, no, definitely. Um, it, it's it's just it's out of hand. I and I I hope 
I hope Hurts deservedly so wins that award. Me too. And I have no fear about that being a trap game because, like I said, I think Jalen Hurts is mature enough to handle it. And, and I don't even care. Like, all right, look, if the Eagles, if they lose to the Cowboys, he's still my MVP, bro. Period. It doesn't like, matter. He lost two games. The stats are there. Like, you want to talk about passing stats, but as his, he, he's the kind of player you have to account for his rushing yards as well. Like that, we that do it matters. with Kyler Murray. That you matters. do it with Lamar Jackson. It's the new era of football. You have to take account of those stats. Yeah, they just do. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers didn't have the best stats last year passing the football, but he still won the MVP. Yeah, why? Because he was the best team. So if it's if it's awarded to the best team and the quarterback of the best team, then Jalen Hurts is going to win. And that's that's how I see it. Who do you think wins? And uh, what do you have as the prediction? I guess the spread. Eagles minus nine. I like the Eagles uh, to cover here. I don't think it's going to be close. I think the Bears don't have anything on offense that scares me. They they uh, they traded for bum-ass Chase Claypool. He can't seem to grab on to their offense. Been yelling that. Uh, they just don't have anything that scares the Eagles. I don't I don't see I, I don't see the Bears putting up a lot of points here in this matchup. Um, I'm not sure what the over-unders is. Do you know what the over-unders is in this game? I don't. Okay. Well, I would probably take the unders because I don't think the Bears are going to score much. Um, and it might be a sloppy game, especially playing in Chicago. So I like the Eagles here uh, at minus nine, and um, I, I just I don't think this game is going to be close. Gotcha. All right, guys, next up, we are moving on to the other NFC team that has a big game in this week. Mm -hmm. Cowboys minus four and a half versus the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, do you think Trevor Lawrence continues his elite play? I think over the last four games, he has like a 73% completion percentage, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Trevor Lawrence is actually playing pretty well. Yeah. Him and Dougie P might have figured it out a little bit. Do you think his success is uh, sustainable? Not to that level, like, but I think... Like, when you think of Trevor Lawrence, what is the one thing that pops in your head? Truthfully? Yeah. I say overrated. I, I had but, the same word. That was the same word I had in my head as I asked the question. The problem is this, though. I think Trevor Lawrence is good. I think he can be good. I think he can be really fucking good. The problem is when he was coming out of college, it was like bow down to Trevor Lawrence. He's the next big thing. He's going to turn Jacksonville around instantly. Tank for Trevor. Now, granted, what's his face stunk? Urban Meyer. Urban yeah, Meyer I mean, was terrible. So I give him a pass sure. his, that year. But this year with Doug Peterson, I mean, Carson Wentz was doing better with Doug Peterson his rookie year than Trevor Lawrence is now. Who had a better team, though? Well... I'll say this about the about the Jags. Well, no, the well, Jags Carson got weapons because that, that's what I'm saying. They but weapons. Carson Wentz didn't have Alshon Jeffrey his first year. Yeah, he was right. franchise tagged in Chicago, mm -hmm. and then he came to Philly. Right. So my thing is, is like, I say overrated, but I don't mean I don't mean it like that. I just mean it like he was he was deemed the golden child coming out of college. I share and the he same hasn't, feelings. He hasn't done it yet. Yeah, I he share has the not same done it yet. As you, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Do you now for them? Do you think that this could be a trap game for the Cowboys? No, I think the the trap game was last week. I feel like, you know, anybody playing the Texans are like, ah, fuck. But now that was a wake-up call for them. We were talking about it earlier in the group chat with James, and uh, and he he brought that point up too. And I was I agree with them because that like when you play the Texans, you're not up for that game. But now that you know that you have to be up for every single game because you know you play in the NFL, like it's just some teams just need that wake up call. Yeah. And I think that was the wake up call that they needed. Um, I do like the Jags here with the points. I will say that. Um, I think they're going to be, it's going to be a close game. Like, I don't think this game is going to be a blowout by any means. I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Cowboys pull it off in the end. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think the Jaguars are going to hang tough here. I actually, I agree, but I think the Jaguars win it outright. Okay. Uh, I think the Cowboys were in a dogfight last week. It took a lot. It, it exuded a lot of energy to get them out of there, uh, to get the, to get out of the Texans game with a win. And I just feel like right now the Jaguars are playing. The Jaguars are playing really well. And my issue is, is I actually think this is a spot for the Cowboys to drop. And especially with the comment with Micah Parsons on the podcast, I just think they are so like just like Skip Bayless, they are obsessed with the Christmas Eve game, and that's fine. I'm not worried about it. And like I said. If they lose this week and we win, it's all but over for the first season. Right, right. So I just feel like there's a lot of pressure on them. I feel like they're going to feel the pressure. They don't normally respond well to pressure. That's my belief. Um, so I love the Jaguars in this spot. I think four and a half is a crazy line, too. That's why I'll take the points. Yeah, the, the line to me actually like feels like you should bet the Cowboys because I think it's really big. Pause. But I just like with the Jags, dude. I just I think they're gonna win. I think the Cowboys are too focused on the Eagles. Well, I'll say this though, and and, and like I I disagree as to 
you know, I I don't think the I don't think the Jaguars are beating the Cowboys, and I'll, I'll explain why. I think Dallas knows how important that game is on Christmas Eve, so they need to win this game. If they drop this game, this division is over. The the Christmas Eve game doesn't even matter. Nothing matters. So I think. I, I'm rooting for the Cowboys to actually win this game because the Christmas Eve games makes it that much better for me. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about it. I don't know if you feel comfortable enough where you want a three game lead over a good game. I want, I just want to see a good game because I just think the Eagles are going to win anyway on Christmas Eve. Yeah. But I just want to see a good game. I wanted to, I want to see the magnitude of the game because you'll get to see the pressure situations between the Eagles and the Cowboys. You'll see that you'll see the top two NFC teams in my belief going at it. In pressure situations, and you'll you'll know more about these teams on that game. Yeah. So I'm rooting for both teams to actually win this week. Yeah, I totally agree. I just I I just I have it's another hunch. The same way I was last week versus the Titans. I just have a hunch that the Cowboys are going to drop. Go with your hunch. Yeah. So I got I'm taking the Jaguars straight up. Um, if the Cowboys do pull it out, it will make for a fun. It's going to be fucking awesome. No, never. But it'll make it'll make for a great game on Christmas Eve. Either way, I'm looking forward to it because my favorite holiday. It's, to begin it's, with, it's the best. Yeah, it's the best to begin with, and then just I mean, to back to back with. weeks of Saturday football, man. You know what's funny? When we were I'm doing the topic sheet, I sent it to you late. I didn't even realize that Saturday games started this week. I thought they stay they were starting next week. It's so funny you said that because I was googling today at work, and I looked at the NFL slate, and I'm like Saturday. I'm like, oh, it's lit. Yeah, because it is lit. Saturday night, it's Bills Dolphins. Yeah, and it's it's one, four, and eight. Every single time slot is taken like a Sunday, yeah. which is amazing. So we got two NFL Sundays, quote unquote, yeah, this weekend and next weekend. And I'm a fan of that. I love Me that. Too. I wish th- I would rather. Well, it's hard because I like Thursday night football simply because I get it. I get more during the week. But Saturday night football will be awesome. too. The problem is with that college. is it's college and yeah. there's a contract situation. with yeah. that. And that's why towards the end of the, you know, at the, you know, towards the end of the season of the NFL, NFL starts to take over Saturdays yeah, because everybody's usually home. It's the holidays or whatever. And you know, they're going to get viewership on that day, especially all the college students who usually watch college football are going to translation themselves to the NFL. So I actually really like that. So you have the Cowboys on the money line yeah. and the Jags on the spread. Yes. I have the Jags both ways. Interesting. All right, man. Next up, we have the lions versus the jets. This game's a pick. Mike White banged up. Uh, Mike White's banged up. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff and them boys are playing hot. Do the Lions stay hot? You know, a I'm part concerned. Of, a part of me wants to say yes, but a part of me is like, the Jets have a good defense. I don't even think it's that. I that's the that that's the X factor for me because the Lions can score with anybody, but if the Jets can hold them to 23, I think the Jets can edge them out, but. I'm going with Detroit, man. Like, I am a Dan Campbell fan. I am a fanatic of Dan Campbell. I think he's awesome. I think he's super underrated in how he on how he delivers his message to his team. I feel like his team responds to him. I just everything about that organization is telling me they're on the rise. Like for them to be this hot, a Detroit Lions team, like you never say that, bro. I know. It's cool. I just feel like everybody's going to pick the Lions this weekend because the Lions are the big hype train right now. And that worries me. And it's hard because Lions always let you down. That's been the story of our life for 31 mm-hmm. years. Um, I'm really rooting for them, though. And I think they can because I think they're better than the Jets. And the it's Jets are York. slipping, slipping, slipping. Yeah, it's outside. It's going to be cold. But look, Dan Campbell runs that team, dude. He'll have them ready. And they play, they play physical. Even though their defense blows, they do play physical. It's not like they're soft, and it's not—they're not a soft team. But do you trust Jared Goff in the cold, cold weather? Like I feel like he's—he's he's kind of more of like a dome quarterback. That's how I think he gets viewed, and a Southern California quarterback. Sure. Um. So I like, it's hard. I, I tell you this: I trust him more than Mike White or Zach Wilson. That's a fair. That's for damn sure. So yeah, definitely. And I just feel like I feel like they're better than the Jets, dude. I feel like the Jets got hot, won a few games, and people forgot like. I don't the know. Jets. They don't have they have the same problem that they've always had. I, they don't have a quarterback. Mike White's played all right, yeah. but by the same token, like he's played what five games or five games in the NFL, four games. Right. So it's like, how much do you really trust him? Like Jared Goff has a lot of games under his belt. Conference championship game, a Super Bowl game. He's been in shootouts. He's been in grueling games. So like I just feel like with when you have Jared Goff and you're going up against somebody like that, like Jared Goff and the Lions have the edge all the way. I agree. If they can establish the run, control the clock, score at will, 
Um, the only issue I have with Detroit is just their defense. Like the Jets defense is so much better than Detroit's. They get carved. And man. that's why like the edge to me is going to go to New York yeah. in that respect. Mm -hmm. I think the Lions are going to win, but I mean, it's just a flip a coin, right? To pick them. Yeah. So it, I, Vegas has it right here. I, I'll be honest and truthful. Vegas has it right. But what's weird to me is that the Lions were um, the favorite against the Vikings, and now they're a pick'em against the Jets. Correct. That's like, a great point. I'm sorry. What? Well, I mean, look, they were home, but they're I, a ten and three team. They're yeah. a ten and three team. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? It's well, fixed. It cut. You know what? The Jets are winning this football game, and I hate to say it. I'm I'm going with the Jets. That was my first thought, but I'm I hate still it. I'm still picking I'm the sorry, Lions. Dan Campbell, just I'm sorry. Bro. I pick I'm picking the Lions because I want them to win so Me too, fucking man. bad. Me dude. too. So bad I want them to win, man. I just love Dan Campbell and everything he's about. Me too. Like I just want to see, like there, I look forward to his post game speech, uh, his post game speech of the veins popping out of his neck, the spit in his goatee. He's like, oh yeah, man. Hell of a football win, yeah. you know, like as a team effort. He should, he should. The way like, he yes. talks, the way he talks, he should wear a mask for the rest of his life. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, because those little droplets awesome. of spit are going everywhere. He infected everybody in the room. He's awesome, bro. I would love to play for Dan Campbell. I don't give a fuck. I, know, I want him to come to my work every day and hype me up in my cubicle. Oh, absolutely, dude. I want him to be my alarm clock. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dead. I don't want serious. that, dude. I have a fucking heart attack. No, nah, I want that, dude. I'll be doing fucking up downs and fucking three in the morning. He'll do them with you. You know that? You saw in heart knocks. Yeah, he will for sure. Uh, let's flip real fast to the Jets. Do they if if Mike White loses? Yeah. Do they go back to Zach? Uh, I think the Jets. That whole situation got me confused because if you're not going back to him, are you just sitting him the rest of the year? And at that point, now it's going to be year three. He had an injury. He got, got benched. benched. <laughs> so and he didn't look good in the games yeah. that he started. So it's like, okay, do you know what you have yet? Like, if you're gonna you're a middle of the pack team, they know what they have. Yeah, he's, he's buns. They know what they have. They need they to show. Up. They need to show some humility and know that they fucked up and make the switch. And at least you could trade them and try and get something for him. But if Mike White loses his game and the Jets fall out of contention, you, I would go back to Wilson because I need to know what I actually have. However, I think the Jets already know because they already made the quarterback switch in the midseason. Here's what I think. Mike White, bro. So it's like, yeah, like you just drafted a guy number two overall on Zach Wilson two years ago. And now you're going back to you 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 benched him for Mike White. Like you don't believe in the kid. Bro. So put it this way. When they first benched him, because, I thought. Because it, here's my thing. Did Trevor Lawrence get benched? No. Exactly. He never got benched. Why did he get benched? Because he's number one overall pick. Right. But Trevor Lawrence never had a poor media showing that fucked up the whole team. It's like Zach Wilson, when he had that media thing, that, excuse me, that ruined the whole team. They were saying that he lost the locker room. He didn't take any blame, and he was it was a piss-poor performance. Do you think it was uh, overblown? No. Do you think he no. walked away from the from that panel and was like, fuck, I didn't mean to say that? No, I believe that's genuinely how he feels. But the difference is, is somebody like Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, you don't make that mistake, sure. bro. And it is. When you're a leader, when you're a leaner, when you're a leader, or you're a manager or something like that, you dish out all the credit and take all the blame. That's, that's leadership. That's what that is. And that's what guys rally around. That's how Dak Prescott won the locker room over. Accountability. That was what they said the problem with the Eagles with Carson Wentz was. And then look what happened with Jalen Hurts. So, but here's the thing. When they first benched him, I didn't think it was a big deal. I'm like, all right, you got a one-game suspension. He didn't dress. Then the next two games when he didn't dress, I'm like, oh, no, nah, that's as much deeper. He's done. They don't believe in him. I'm like, it's over. He's not dressing. That's what I'm saying. Like he now this week he's the set, he's the backup. Yeah. But again, you didn't dress him. So you didn't even want him to play. Like that's if you did that for one game, I get it. But you did it for a quarter of the season. Like I just don't understand that. I don't understand they, that. At all. They don't believe him. I think Wilson is going to be on the block. I think he's going to go somewhere else. I think the Jets know what they have in Wilson. I think they already know that he's just not mature enough to lead this franchise. I mean, he looks like, not that, not that I look old, but he looks like he's 14 years old. Well, I, I don't think he's a Robert Saylor's uh, quarterback. Like he's he too does sweet. Too sweet. You need somebody with some grit. Some uh, Yeah, I totally, especially passion. a defensive head coach. That's like Taylor I, Heineke. That's why I'm telling you, man. Like, if, if fucking number 12, you know, decide to leave the Bucs, man. 
You know what I mean? Fly high with the Jets, bro. Like, yeah. yo, if he's looking for a, a guy like that, a guy who has passion, who's fired up and gets his team going and is a leader, that's what he's looking for. He would have some weapons, too, because Garrett Wilson's a real They would be all right. They would be all right. Yeah, Garrett Wilson's the real deal. I'm not saying he's going there, but I'm just saying that's the kind of quarterback that I think that that's what the Jets are looking for. Somebody that can be a leader, that can fire his teammates up, that's going to take accountability. You know, if I fuck up, it's on me, man. You know what I mean? I apologize to my teammates. I'm going to be better. You know, and, and it's the next play. It's next play mentality. That's what these young quarterbacks lack. I think when they make mistakes, it gets in their head because they're so young, they're fresh, they're thinking, shit, man, can I play in this league? Like, they're, they're probably have some doubts when they play poorly, especially being a high draft pick, I'm sure. But, you know, that's just, it comes with, you know, uh, being prepared as, as a professional athlete. You got to prepare for the worst and the best. And there's highs and lows to every career. And, and it doesn't matter if you're Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, anybody. There's you there's forgot somebody highs in there. Well, you, you LeBron forgot, James. Thank you. you thank that. you. There's highs and Show lows. Show some fucking respect. My bad. I mean, look, there's highs and lows to every to every career. It's just how you respond. It just shows your character. So I want to see how Wilson responds when he comes back, if he comes back, because then you'll know more about who he is as a person and a leader and just uh, an overall quarterback moving forward in the NFL. You know, Nick, and that's so true, bro, because here's the thing. You find out a lot about people or yourself when you're down here, not when you're up here. Because mm -hmm. when you're up here, everything's easy. When you're up here, everything's good and you feel good and yeah. your mind's in the right place. That's all. You, you don't make decisions when you're angry or you're right. or you're happy. Now, I should follow my own advice, but that's really, the, that's really the truth. And when Zach Wilson was down here, do you think that that had anything to do with your performance? No, not at all. As he sits there and chews gum. Like, come on, bro. Scoring three points. Scoring three points and completing, what, five passes? Like, dude, come on. You stink. Yeah. Take ownership of that and get better. Get your ass in the gym and get better. You right. have unlimited resources. Right. Accountability. And, so, you know, I, I think what Wilson's mentality was, all right, I'm the, I'm the number two overall pick in the draft. Yes. No way yes. in hell the Jets are benching me. Yep. There's no way in hell I think that he had that mentality. So I think the Jets made the right move to humble his ass a little bit. Oh, he's humbled. Dude. He's humbled. Exactly right. I think they are moving correctly. That's why I really like the Jets um, moving forward with uh, Robert Saylor. Like, I think he's a great coach. I think he fits that culture. I think he fits New York. And I, I just I, I like the way the Jets are moving here. Um, Should you have them winning? I have the Jets winning here. I yes, got that. I'm, I'm still rolling with the Lions. I hate the pick because I... I want I want the Lions to win. I actually want to see them like be in the wild card. Me like, too. Badly. I think because I think the Lions are a team that nobody would want to see. They can upset somebody. They can upset somebody because their offense can score with anybody. Their defense can if their defense just has a decent day, they could beat you. I agree. And that's where I'm I'm at with them. They gave the Eagles the best game. I said that last pod. They gave the Eagles the best game this year outside the Commanders. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, guys. Last game topic of the slate. We have the Bumineers versus the Bengals. Bengals minus three and a half. Tom Brady is a home dog. Yeah, rightfully so. He, he deserves it. Is he washed? He's not washed. All right, but, all he right. just, he, but no, he's not washed, but he deserves to be a, uh, a home dog. I mean, look, Higgins, Boyd, and Hurst are all banged up. I don't know if Higgins is playing this week. I know Boyd yeah, so dislocated what? his finger. So what? If he scored 10 points, he could beat the Bucs. Yeah, I mean, you kind of got. If you scored ten last week, they would have <laughs> bought the buck. They would have. They would have beat the Bucks. They scored seven points. They can't. If they score. scored a touchdown and a two point conversion, they would have won. Period. End of story. I, I, here's the thing, I I I can't figure this team out. Are, uh, like they really stink, dude. <laughs> a to, I never thought I'd see a Tom Brady led team like actually suck. Well, they sucked when his third year when it didn't when they didn't make the playoffs with the Patriots. But it was twenty. 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago to the day. Yeah, actually. I was 10. Because he played 23 seasons. That was his third year. I'm sorry, so, I was yeah. 11. I was in sixth grade. So, um, yeah, I just think, yeah, I, 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 they deserve to be a home dog. I, I don't see nothing wrong with the line. I think the line should be bigger. Because I think the Bengals are just that much better. I think they have a better uh, defense. I think they play, I think they have a better quarterback right now. Playing better. I agree. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah totally. they got, I think their weapons play better. I think they can get separation. Um, I think they're, they play as a team. And the Bucks' offensive line stinks. Like I, I just, I like the Bengals in this spot here. I think the line should be bigger. That's Is there a formula you think the Bucks can figure out to win, even though they haven't figured it out in 13 games? They're not going to figure it out now. What they are is they're just trying to, like, the message is the same every week. I watch all their press conferences with Byron Leftwich and Brady. It's the same. It message. sounds like a fucking robot. It's legitimately a broken record. 
It's like, it's like, all right, it's week 13. You know, we're, you know, we're trying to get better as a team with football, bro. It's, it's like December, dude. Like you guys should be hitting your peak now. Like this is where you should be kind of like elevating. Mm -hmm. I always said it after, after Thanksgiving, that's kind of when you should always play your best football. If you don't play your best football after Thanksgiving, you're in trouble moving forward. And they're not playing their best football after Thanksgiving. They've been horrible. So I, I like the Bengals here to, to, to beat the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to struggle again to score some points. And um, I definitely think the Bucks have a chance. I, I, I will always say Tom Brady, uh, a, a team that Tom Brady leads always has a chance. But this game, they're losing. Like the Bengals are just a better team. The and Bengals, that's the final. So here's the thing. The Bengals play the, Patri the Buccaneers, the, Bengal the Patriots, the Bills, and then the Ravens. Mm. I actually, I thought they played the Buccaneers and then they played the Bills. So I thought that this could be the game when they slipped up a little bit because they were overlooking the Buccaneers because Tom Brady and them ain't really anything special. Um, I kind of do like the Bucs, though, on the money line because I'm just still in the they – get they, they are desperate right now. They With were the desperate Panthers, last week. I know that, but, dude, the, the they are the desperate team, dude. Like, they have to win. They're going to be in danger because if Carolina wins out – they win the division. Like the Buccaneers can only control their own destiny by winning. Well, I think that, yeah. I mean, I don't think the Carolinas going to win out, but they have a chance to. They don't have to win out to win the division, though. Who? The Panthers. No. No, they don't have to. They're only they're only a game back. Uh, so okay, if, so if the Bucks lose this week and Carolina wins, Carolina is in the, is in first place because Carolina beat them head to head. Wow. Yeah, because I, I, here's the standings. And you the know standings, how just, here's the standings. I'll read off the standings. Bucks are six and seven at first place. Panthers are second place with five and eight. Falcons are five and eight, third place, tie for tie for second, if you want to call it. And the the Saints are last place in four and nine. So yeah, but I mean technically the Saints are still in it. Yeah, technically yes. The they would have to win out. The Aints. The Aints. Yeah, but they would have to win out. But the Panthers are still in it, dude. Like if if the Bucks fuck around and lose this game. And the Panthers win their game. Panthers are in first place. Look, I you know who I think who my favorite quarterback in the game is, who my favorite player is right now, Burrow. Joe Burrow. Um, latched onto him last year. Love him. I think he has all the right shit. I think he's made of the right shit. Um, I am picking the uh, the Patriots. I, wow, I am picking the Bucking the Bumineers because something has to give. Number one and number two, the game's too important. Uh, I see what you did there. You think Brady's going to go back to the Patriot way? He's gonna be a. He's gonna be. He's he's the Patriots Brady. That's what he, that's why you got mixed up. Because he's figuring. I see what bro, you did there. He has bro. to figure it out, dude. I I I, I see hated, what you did there. That's dude, genius. That's I, genius work. Everybody who's watching, that's fucking genius work. This is got. This is how he works. The goatee's back. Yeah. Kyle's is here in the fucking flesh. This is the best podcast on the net. You're making me blush. Hey, you deserve it. Making me wet. You deserve it. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa psychotic and iconic. <laughs> so psychotic my thing is, dude, I just I feel like something has to give. I feel like uh the, the Bucks are too desperate right now. And the Buccane uh the Bengals been on a, a win streak, they're playing great. I see them dropping one. I really do. Because like I said, the game's too important for the Buccaneers, dude, because they're falling into dangerous ass territory late in the season. Like it's not a joke anymore. And that their offense has looked inept. And I hated Tom Brady for mostly his career up until about 2014. I tried to because I was a Peyton Manning guy. Um I tried to show him. And it just I, I just I can't believe what I watch every Sunday when I watch when I watch this game. So I that's that's I'm rolling with the pit with the, the Buccaneers. You're going by the Brady mystique. Absolutely. I have to. I How hear you, I? man. I, How I'm, can I? I'm fading it. I'm going with the Bengals. The Bengals are a better I hope team. the Bengals win. I want them to win. I want to, I want Joe Burrow to get his respect. Hey, you know, it's funny. I actually, I'm the opposite of you. I hope the, I hope the Bucs win. Yeah. But I have to take the Bengals. Are yeah. No, win. I think the Patriots win. I hope. The, <laughs> I, and I, why do I keep saying the Patriots? Because you think Brady's is, is going to be back to his old self. I think that's exactly it's genius work. I appreciate. I think work. the Buccaneers are going to win. I hope the Bengals win because Joe Burrow needs his respect. All right. Uh, last and final topic before we do our game picks for the weekend. Facts or cat? Mm -hmm. Here we go, Nick. Justin Jefferson is a better wide receiver than Tyreek Hill. Facts or cat? Cap. You want me to say it again? Cap. C-A-P, motherfucker. Oh, you know how to spell cap. That's awesome, man. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, you're on some shit. Maybe. Look, I think it's closer than people want to give it credit for, but Justin Jefferson, to me, is the best wide receiver in the game. 
hands down too. Better he's, than Tyreek Hill. I think he's better than Tyreek Hill. Uh man, I don't know about that. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is a different animal. No, no, no. When you say Tyreek Kill, you say Super Bowl champion Tyreek Hill. There's a difference. Come on, bro. He's a wide receiver. He's a wide receiver, but he made a big impact, and he makes big impacts. He did. On he teams. caught that. He caught that bomb that Mahomes threw up against the Niners. But he <laughs> makes big impacts on teams. Hell yeah! I mean, different to it. Let's look at the stats uh, for this. Justin year. Jefferson hasn't beaten stats. Uh, so please look. Not in all of them. Not in all of them. That's not true. What's he? He has more yards than him. I think he has more touch. He might not have more touchdowns though. Let me pull it up. I'm gonna pull up. Good, because I want to see about that. To pull up. Yeah, because I want to see that honestly. Because I am, uh, I'm curious on that. But I know that they said they were both. Because I think Justin Jefferson's gonna have two thousand yards. Okay, fantasy wise, Jefferson's number one. Regular catches. Yep. Tyreek Hill with hundred versus Justin Jefferson's ninety nine with one hundred and thirty nine targets versus one hundred and forty two of Justin Jefferson. So it's, it's the same targets. thing. More targets, less catches by one. Okay, it's same thing. Same thing. Even. Um, the yards aspect: fifteen hundred for Justin Jefferson, fourteen sixty for Tyreek Hill, which is really surprising. Fourteen point six yards per catch versus Justin Jefferson's fifteen point two, and they both have six touchdowns on the year. So they're basically been the they're, same. Wide they're the receiver. same wide receiver. But if I had to pick somebody that I want to go to war with and I I, I want to win a Super Bowl with, I'm going with Tyreek Hill. Wild. I'm going Justin Jefferson. No, I'm talking about to win a Super Bowl. Like I I, I want somebody on my team, like a wide a dynamic yeah. wide receiver. Justin Jefferson. I want I want Tyreek Hill. I want Justin Jefferson. Been there and done that. Jeff Saturday will be the head coach. Will be the head coach of the Colts next season. Facts. I hate to say it. It's a fact, bro. What? Facts. That's Wrong. Absolute cap. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> it's facts. That's absolute cap, dude. Maybe. Why would they bring him back? Why, why would they hire him? I don't know why they would hire him. I can't answer that <laughs> yeah, one, but no there's saying, no reason dude. to bring him, bring him back. Well, there's no reason to hire him. Yeah, I can't explain that. You got me there. I have no rebuttal to that. I don't know why they The Colts them. have responded pretty well outside of the Cowboys. Yeah, one and three. That's great. They got blown the fuck out against Dallas. That was like a 33-point performance in the fourth quarter type of deal. Um, but, you know, ever since he took over, they they, they beat the Raiders. They they lost to the Eagles by one. They lost to the Steelers by seven. They've been in, they've been in some games. They've they lost. Been, they've played a lot better now than they have bro if you lose by 40 or you lose by seven it doesn't matter you lost uh well if you want to compare this team now versus early in the year yes i think he made a a a sizable impact well i mean to a degree yeah but uh frank wright got dealt with uh what's his face um sam ellinger he didn't have matt ryan not that matt ryan's anything good but he's better than sam ellinger well he had matt ryan yeah and and, offense is future and matt ryan tied the texans Got uh, completely shot out against the Jaguars. Uh, you missing one? Upset the the Chiefs. That's, yep. That that was that was week three, and you called yep. that too. By the way, that was a great call. You called that. You called that, and I'll give you credit for that. Major. Always will appreciate it. And they, I feel like they, the Colts have played a lot better since that hire, and like they look like a, a team that actually wants to play for the coach. Um, I'll give you that too. So, I, I, so I, I, I'm gonna say fact. And it's Ursay, bro. He's he's very unpredictable in a way. And this is a move that I could see him keeping. All right, next up. Kenny Pickett will be the Steelers starting QB next season. Fact. Absolute facts. He's been playing really well. Yeah. Mac Jones will be the Patriots starting QB next season. Cap. Who's uh-huh. taking over? Tom Brady? Cap. We'll, we'll Cap. talk about that later. All right. That's Cap. facts because Mac Jones is a franchise as a franchise quarterback, bro. Period. Okay. Yeah, no, I I think he is too. But the, the league is shifting towards the their running style. Yeah. And I think Belichick is going to make a move at some point. We'll see, but Mac I Jones know. can play, but he needs an offensive coordinator and he needs a weapon that isn't named John U. Smith. I know. I just don't see Belichick moving on with Mac Jones. I think to win the Super Bowl, because that is the ultimate goal, because Brady won one with the Bucs. Yep. So now Belichick is chasing that other ring. And do you have? Do you think Mac Jones can lead the Patriots to a Super Bowl in the same conference as Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, and Lamar Jackson? That's very difficult. Very, very. No, difficult. I agree. But so then again, I, you're not going to do that with Matt Patricia's fat ass calling calling your plays. And I agree with that. But you have to have a little bit more dynamic of a quarterback. I like Mac Jones. Yeah, I, I don't do. like him, and I'm defending him now. No, no, no. I like Mac Jones. I just see I see the Patriots moving on next season. I think they can get something for him in the offseason, and that could trigger them getting draft picks and moving up and going getting the quarterback in the draft. All right. Jared Goff is a better option at quarterback than Geno Smith. 
next season? Yeah, next season. This is total fact. I don't even know. I'm going to say fact for that one. Yes. Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. Geno Smith is a late bloomer. Um, and that's that's really what my opinion is right there. I'm the same way. I don't really have to elaborate even more. Jared Goff will yeah. Patriots will finish with a better record than the Dolphins. Mm. I'm gonna say cap. Me too, because their schedule is brutal. Yeah, but it, it might be close. It will because the, the Dolphin schedule is brutal too. But here's the thing after this weekend, both teams will be eight and six. Ah, the Patriots play the Dolphins on New Year's. Yep. January 1st, one o'clock in New England. The Dolphins come to town. That could be a major game. Yes. And that may be for the seventh seed because here's the thing I believe on Saturday night, the Bills will beat the Dolphins. I believe that this week, we'll talk about it in a minute, but the Raiders. The Patriots beat the Raiders. They will both be eight and six. Mm. But then, oh, damn, but then the Patriots play the Bengals. That's yeah. an L. Who do the Dolphins play in two weeks? Why next week? Why is it an automatic L? Because the Bengals are just better. They're going to smoke them. The Patriots can't score with the Bengals. But they can play defense. Yeah, but it's Joe Burrow. Okay, I think the Patriots have a shot. But yeah, I, I'm going to say I'm going to say cap for that. But it's going to be very close. They might have the same record. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. All right, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say facts. Think Patriots finish? I do. Better. I do. So if the Patriots finish better, what do you like? What's what's the what's the two of smoke about? Like, uh, I don't he, know. Is he a franchise quarterback? Is he the guy for? The I Dolphins think so. I, I think so. It's just the way the schedule is, bro. But I don't like. Here's the thing: we will sit here and trip over a two-game or three-game losing streak, but we won't get excited about a seven-game win streak. So we get down on the losing streak, but we don't get excited on the win streak for Tua. It doesn't make any sense. I think there was a lot of excitement with the Dolphins. There was to a degree, but now he, so he won all those games in the beginning. He lost two games and all of a sudden he blows. That just doesn't make sense to me. That's the narrative. All, yeah, everybody's saying it now. Oh, he's in the Derek Carr tier. He's all the way at the bottom. He's not, you know, that's what, I, that's what, that's what I'm hearing. I don't think that's a bad comparison to Derek Carr tier. I mean, I would. He's what? 60 and 78 as a starter. What the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Two is fourteen and three in his last seventeen games. I mean, I, well, you're talking about talent wise, right? You think? You, I mean, I think Derek Carr's pretty talented. I think Derek Carr's more talented than Tua. I just think I think Tua. It, like here's the thing: I don't think Tua is anything special. I think Derek Carr is super underrated. I think he's been dealt a bad hand with the Raiders. Yeah. I think he's had too many head coaches. It fucks with you. Too many offensive coordinators. That that yeah. that plays a role in player development. I just like it to just me does. to me with Tua, dude. It's like they jump on everything he does bad, but they're so. But even when he does well, they're still doubting him and saying things like that. And I don't think Tua is anything special. I think Tua is a regular good quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. That's Be- it. Because he's always going to have the narrative around him from when he came out of college. Always, he's injuries. He's injury prone. Now look, he has a very weak arm. His yeah. weak, his arm is terrible. I mean, Pat, it, like Patrick Mahomes used to lead. Tyree kill to the ball. Tyree yeah. kill something nine times out of ten is coming Stops back to the box and catches the yeah. ball. Right. So that's that's where I am on that. But I just feel like the Dolphins are in a tough spot right now because they have a tough rest of the way. They do, but this is this is where they need to make their money. This is where Tua can cement himself. Yes. You go beat the Bills in Buffalo when it's freezing cold in December. So that's so yeah. Well, I mean, they played the Bills, they played the Packers. I think they're gonna beat the Packers. Yeah. Um, and they played New England and then they played the Jets. So like I I've yeah, those are division games. It's hard. It's three division games in four weeks. Yeah, but the Dolphins are home against the Jets. I like the Dolphins there at the end of the season to wrap it up. And I think the Dolphins will finish with a better record by one game. I'm I going with so. the Patriots because I think the Patriots win this week and I think they get another win along the right along the way. Okay. A win or two along the way. Um over the next factor cap, over the next five years, Mahomes will lead the league in Super Bowls. Um, <laughs> let's go, go first. I'm gonna, yeah, you can go first. I'll say cat, okay, because I think he's got to deal with Justin Jefferson. I mean, Justin Jefferson, Jesus Christ, Justin Herbert in his division. And I think Justin Herbert is ultra talented, he hasn't put it all together yet, and he's a tad bit overrated right now because he has to win. I know his stats are amazing, but you have to win games, so I think it's going to be hard for him. I would actually vouch to say that the only person that can tie or beat him would be burrow i think Allen's in that mix too because that squad is really good and they have a good defense 
Um, I still have my reservations about Allen. Like we've argued about this a million times, but I think it would be Burrow and Allen because the Chiefs, dude, like they, like who was really, who did the Bills have to sweat in their division? The Patriots, the Dolphins, the Jets. Dude. Moving forward in the next five years. Yeah, but I would rather pay right now. I would rather pay the Jets. And the Patriots before I'd rather pay the Chargers. Right now. We're talking about the next five years. Yeah, the next five years. I don't know. I just don't see the Patriots getting a quarterback. I don't see the Jets getting a quarterback. Okay. And it's like, you know, like Justin Herbert's not going anywhere. But, I mean, the the, the Bengals team is awesome. So I, I think the Chiefs are awesome. As long as they have Andy Reid and Mahomes together. Yeah, absolutely. Anything can happen. But look, Mahomes is the easy answer. I just don't feel like it's that simple. Obviously. I, I'm going to say facts because... Herbert has yet to to Pop. be in the playoffs. He has yeah. yet to have that experience. Mahomes already has a ring. Mahomes doesn't look like he's stopping anytime soon. Doesn't matter if he doesn't have Tyree Kill. Doesn't matter. You could throw anybody out there. Looks like they're going to win and they're going to and they're going to be successful. I know he has Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey probably won't be there for the next five years, which is fine. But the Chiefs will figure out a way to keep it going. And I trust Andy Reid. I trust his talent judgment to bring in talent for Mahomes when Kelsey retires and even next year to retool that offense um, in terms of the wide receiver position and possibly running back as well, because I feel like they're kind of like they're, they're done with CEH They're He stinks. Yeah. I know they like Pacheco, but I don't think he's an every down back. Um, so I think they'll, they'll retool for Mahomes. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'm going to say that's a fact. Yeah, and I don't disagree with it because right now, in my opinion, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Because in five years, let's face it, Brady's out of the league and Rodgers has what, five years. He's gone. Yeah, he'll be done. He'll be 50. And um, if he's 50, yo, <laughs> he's out here flinging the rock. Yo. <laughs> that would be some shit. But on, on a serious note, like who else Who else can can really fuck with him? Uh, Russell Wilson has a ring. Aaron Rodgers has a uh, – he has a ring. Mid. So I don't see them any uh, any of those quarterbacks winning Super Bowls um, ever again, or especially within the next five years. And who else is out there? Who 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 else has a Super Bowl? Anybody? Yeah. No. Um, I'm just trying to rattle off uh, names here. Who who else? Like, I don't see anybody else who has a Super Bowl. So I'm going to say that's a fact. I I like your Herbert angle. I do. Because of the same division. I do like that. Yeah, it's going to be somebody he's going to have to deal with. Stafford's up there. Could Stafford win another one? Um, He could. He could. I don't think he's done. I'm going to say they're not done. I would bet that he wouldn't, though. I'm going to say they're not going to win anymore because I think they're a little a little old. Yes. And they are too contract heavy. Like, they have a lot of money and guarantees that kind of, like, cap. Like, they, they kind of handcuffs them in their future. Yep. They have no draft picks. That hurts. So, I I, I, I think he's going to stay put at one. So, I just think that Mahomes will be the lead. He'll lead the league in Super Bowl wins in the next five years. Major. All right, guys. Our last topic of the night. We are going to our game picks. Make sure you follow that way you can win yourself some money. But, you know, I don't win myself money, as I always say. I only win it for you guys. All right, 1 o'clock slate. Saints minus 4 versus the Falcons. The Echo Saints. Falcons here, like the Falcons. Starting with Desmond Ritter? Yeah. All right, I'm taking the Saints both ways. Okay. Panthers minus 3 versus the Steelers. I am taking the – give me the Panthers, but the Steelers with the points. I'm going to go with the Panthers here both ways. All right, Chiefs minus 14 versus the Texans. I got the Chiefs both ways. I got the Chiefs both ways, yep. Four o'clock slate. Broncos minus three versus the Cardinals. Wow. Uh, you know what? Give me the Cardinals. I I like the way Colt McCoy kind of played last week. I don't week. think he could score on Denver's day. I don't think so either, but Russell Wilson can turn the ball over. I don't know if he's playing. I, I assumed he was by the line. Well, I think Brett Rippian is the quarterback now. Well, there's no way they'd be a three-point favorite if Brett Rippian is a fucking... Well, why would Colt McCoy be a favorite? Then none. I would say it would be a pick or be one or because, two. Because Denver's on the road, correct? Yeah. Okay, so they are taking account for Russell Wilson probably. Being yeah, active. they yeah. have to because that's a six-point line. I like the Cardinals. Essentially. Give me Cardinals. All right, I got the Broncos. Raiders minus one versus the Patriots. Student versus teacher. This is tough, man. This is a, this is a tough game. The Echo Raiders? The Echo Raiders versus the Patriots. I think this is going to be a tough game. I told you. You know Josh McDaniel squared off against Bill Belichick in Denver? Look. One and we talked about them. this two weeks ago, and this is when I said Bill Belichick was in the running for coach of the year. 
Yeah. And I said, this game scared me for the Patriots. I thought the Patriots could win the last two games and make some noise. I, I believe in that defense. I, I still think the Patriots have one of the best defenses in the league. It's just the problem with them is they just can't score. But their defense isn't isn't like unbreakable. Yeah. Like you could score on them, but it's tough. Mm-hmm. Don't make it tough for you. So I just think that's their it's just their offense that really holds them back. The Raiders offense has been a roller coaster. Some games will score 40, 30, some games will score 16. You don't know what Raiders team you're getting. But I'll take the Patriots here. It's across the country for the Raiders. I think the Patriots, this game means more for the Patriots than it does for the Raiders. And I'm because of the you know of the the race, the yeah. wild card yeah. race that the Patriots are in. And I like the Patriots here at home. I'll take the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots. Uh, I don't even think it's close. They're better. They're better coached. Um, and that's where I'm at on it. I wasn't even thinking twice. As so you're, as you're going game. by sheer coaching. Sheer coaching. Yeah. That's student versus teacher, bro. Yeah, Bill Belichick knows him inside and out. I mean, I, it's 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 a factor, but it's not. It is. It's a factor, but it's Bill not. Bill will be Josh McDaniel. I mean, you're talking about being outcoached. Um, I mean, there's a lot of coaches out there that have outcoached Bill Belichick this year. Yeah, they have. But Josh McDaniels isn't one of them. Yeah. I mean, th- yeah. Well, you never know. But I'm just saying that it, it is possible. I'm not going to say it's impossible that he can be outcoached. It's impossible. You want to put, put some salad on this? That the Raiders win? I picked the Patriots to win. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, I took sure. the Patriots. I think the Patriots are their home. I like the home team that that needs a win. All right, I'm taking the Patriots too. Chargers minus three versus the Titans. I got the Chargers both ways. I think the Chargers are playing really good. Um, but it sucks because I got the Titans now on a four game losing streak. Why the Lions? Well, I mean, why the Titans? Um, why the Chargers only a minus three? Because I think people view them quite the same. Because the Chargers, you never know. The Chargers could have one of them games where they're just, you know, down. But they're getting healthy again. They got Mike Williams back, Keenan Allen's back, Josh Palmer, Gerald Everett. That, so, Palmer, that Palmer kid is really good. He's fucking good. He's really, really, really underrated. I think he was the team, like top 30 in fantasy. Yeah. Wide receivers. I know. He got hurt when, uh, when Mike Williams went down. He stepped in. I had, I grabbed him. Yeah, he's, he's played really well. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Chargers here, but I'll take Titans with the points. I think it comes down to, a last second field goal by Chargers. Bengals versus Bucks. We already did this. I have the Beng- I have the fucking the bummeneers winning Bang. this game. I got the Bengals. All right. That was Sunday afternoon. Uh sat- let's do the Saturday game. No, let's do let's do Sunday night. Monday night. Monday night. And then, and then we'll go to the Saturday. All yeah. right. All right. It's your show. Commanders minus four and a half versus the Yo, Giants. Phil, can you turn up his mic real quick? <laughs> you gotta let the fucking audience know. It's my fucking show. <laughs> Commanders minus four and a half versus the Giants. That's a wildly high line for a team that just tied two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it is, man. I'm going to go with the Commanders here. I'm taking the Giants. I'm going to take the Commanders. I think they've been playing really good football, and the Giants are some shit. I got the Giants both ways. They just got blown out and humiliated. You know how I think. Yeah, but I... I... I got passion, Mr. Passion, bro. I'm taking Mr. Passion over Daniel Jones any day of the week, bro. Okay. It's not close. Bad move. Yeah, maybe. All right, Packers minus seven versus the Rams. Minus seven. Wow. That's wild disrespect. Baker is getting wild disrespected. And I got news for you. Baker is going to win in Lambeau. Hold on. What's what's Green Bay's record? Are they five and eight? I think they're – yeah, five and eight. A five and eighteen. Well, the, the so are the Rams. The Rams are five and eight. Oh, or the four and nine. Two five and eighteens. Wait, hold on. The Rams gotta be. Yeah, the Rams are four and nine. You're telling me a five and eighteen versus a four and nine team as a seven point favorite on the road. <laughs> no, no, no. The Rams are in in Lambeau. They're it's in Lambeau. Yeah. Okay, then now that now that makes sense. I thought I thought the Rams were home because the way it was laid out, it says Packers versus Rams. Yeah, that was my fault. Rams yeah. are at Green Bay. Yeah, you gotta you gotta start proofreading. All right. I apologize. I'll be better. <laughs> Rams are winning That's this. The Bake Show returns with a vengeance. <laughs> no shot. We're leaving Lambo with a dub. No chance. I got the Packers here. I'll take the. I, 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 I'll give me Packers both ways. I don't think this is going to be close. You want to put you want to put a salad on this? Well, you think you think the Rams are winning? Absolutely. I got I'll, Baker. I'll put a salad on. All that. right, please Absolutely. do. I'll toss it. I got Baker. I, I'll take Aaron Rodgers over Baker. Bad move. I don't know about that. <sighs> who is it? who? Uh, what you call it? What? Say something. 
Go ahead. I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, go ahead. Go there. I'm not doing no, that. No, no, go there. I have time. No, no, we good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, I got shit. time. Yeah, no, I don't got time for that. <laughs> Vikings minus four versus the Colts. I got the Vikings. <sighs> minus four? Like, again, I'm like, what? Yeah, give me the Vikings. Even though they are one of the – no, actually, you know what? I like the Colts here. Give me the Colts. I don't believe in the Vikings. Um, it's a Saturday game. Colts are home, correct? Uh, yeah, I w- I'm going to assume the Colts are home because if Vikings were home, I feel like Colts if- are at Vikings. Colts are at Vikings. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take. Yeah. Well, fuck. That's a wild, that's a low ass line. That's what I'm saying. It, it looks like I. I, I would tell me to bet line, the Colts. It looks like the Vikings should be on the road with minus four. Yeah, correct. So give me the Colts. Let me call to win outright. Upset. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I got the Vikings. You'll learn. Browns minus three versus the Ravens. D masseuse. D masseuse is ass. I know. And it needs to be a conversation. The Browns made a big mistake. And and, it it bothers me that nobody in the league is talking about this. Deshaun Watson, since he's came back, I know he has to, you know, dust the rust off and all that. But when somebody pays you $230 million, I expect you to fucking go in there and perform like a $230 million quarterback. I don't give a shit what anybody says. $230 million guaranteed. You're the first quarterback of, in, in history of NFL to have that kind of money and to put up performances the way he has, has been abysmal. Um, but I just, I like the, I'll take the Browns here because of their effort on the run and the Ravens are really banged up. So I will take the Browns, but I don't love it. I don't love it. All right. Last one. But who do you, who do you have? I have the Browns. I said, that. okay, I'm sorry. You, you have selective hearing. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't know. Bill, I don't know. Bills minus seven and a half versus the Dolphins. I have the Bills both both ways. It's going to be cold and shit. I just, I got the Bills both ways, man. The Bills are due, and the Dolphins already beat them this year. I just think the Bills are due for a big game. Dolphins have lost two straight, huh? They've lost two, two straight. Um, this is a big game for the Dolphins. As long as the Bills, I got the Bills here, but I'll take the Dolphins with the points. I think a seven and a half is a really big line, which kind of scares me taking the points with the Dolphins. But again, divisional opponent, I I always will take the points in a divisional game. Always, uh, besides the Commanders and the Giants, because Daniel Jones is trash. But yeah, yeah give me the Dolphins uh, with the points. I'll take the Bills money line. All right, I'm taking the Bills both ways. Yeah, Man, do it for me, this Phil. is gonna be a great, great weekend of football. I'm excited about it. Uh, tonight's game is looks like it's gonna be really, really well. Uh, George Kittle scored on a 28 yard touchdown pass from Brock Purdy, mm. and uh, the Niners are driving right now. Currently, first and ten at Seattle's 18. They're up seven nothing in the second quarter. All right, Nick, take it away. Yeah, interesting. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell on YouTube. Also, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at P&I, baby. Enjoy week 15. Thank you.